Good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom. Everybody whose week is over and pumped to enjoy the weekend. Let's get right into it. We're going to dive in to everything self-help related and spiritual growth. I love it. Bam, yalla, let's go. All right, folks. Things have been good. Things have been really good. I've been biking so much. Uh, I don't. I never tell you guys this. I decided to stop driving my car. I don't know if you guys knew this. I want my car to last till I'm 30, because I want to be able to sell it or just send it to the junkyard for a few hundred bucks before I head out and travel the world when I'm 30. If that's what I do, who knows? I'm, I'm detaching from outcomes and ready for any present moment opportunity. But aside from all that fakakta, I ride my bike everywhere so I can stretch out the longevity of my car. And because I do that, my legs are always tired, which is fine. And it's always a good mental battle. I was going to say mental meditation, but like I'm truly always in the pain cave and always battling my mind, which actually feels good. Like, because this is exactly what I preach. I just preach this to everyone. I always put a different connotation on that feeling than most people would. Anyways, and uh, hopefully it pays off because what motivates me through that is knowing that my car will last. I won't have to buy a new one in the time being, which would just shatter a bunch of my savings. So moving on. Now you got that story. Let's get right into all this chokhmah. I saw a video. This isn't chokhmah, but it's inspiring. As I saw a video of a guy who was feeding a village in Africa. Yeah, he had a huge pot, a bunch of stew in there. And he was just feeding the village. And it, it was a beautiful video. I, it became a little mini gold mine. I'm like, I want to find out how I could do that. That would be so rewarding. So rewarding. So there you go, folks. Maybe you guys do something where you give back even on a small scale. Next. Here we go. This, I'll have to explain this because it was a TikTok that made me feel good. But you won't understand unless I explain and paint a picture. There were two people, it was like an anime, okay? And they had put music over the anime. I loved it. It was this deep TikTok music. I love the music on my TikTok. One person is pretty chill, hand on his forehead like he's about to do something badass. The other one was gritting his teeth, like ready to scream, angry, ready to fight this guy. So clearly it was an anime fight in the desert. And then the people put the captions below the peaceful guy. Hat, uh with quotations around it real i was gonna say hashtag but it was the word real underneath the person with finger on their head and they were all chill i'll explain in a second what that means and then the other one was in quotations the indomitable human spirit and right now on certain algorithms people will just comment real because it will be and it's typically a pessimistic thing like the video will be for example i'm just thinking this off the top of my head the video will say you know, men aren't valued other than their salary, security, you know, and career. Something pretty pessimistic. And then comments will be like real. Like that's like to say that is real. That's real shit. And then indomitable human spirit is a hashtag right now where it'll be videos of just the human spirit cannot be dominated. That it will always overcome. And the will to live is more powerful than anything. And they're usually touching videos because for people that think the world is pessimistic, there's these optimistic videos of people doing mitzvahs. So anyways, it's these two. And then below both of those quotations, there's the caption saying, saying every day is an ongoing battle between these two in my mind. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. And, and it's so true. Like we're always getting pessimistic. Like, oh, what's the point in this? What's the point? And then there's the indomitable human spirit that overcomes 
or at least you hope it does. And that spirit inside us that just wants to keep going is there. And it's always battling this nihilistic view. (laughs) So anyways, love that. Moving on. Be careful, everybody. Uh, Be careful with social media, okay? The news especially. That's so toxic. I've stopped watching the news months. Actually, months. Scratch that. Years ago, I stopped watching. I remember being in college when I, I just told my best friend's mother I stopped watching news and she was like what how do you know what's going on in the world uh, and I was like it's all toxic well the same spiel I give everyone so anyways be careful though because social media is no different honestly the algorithm is like news it can get toxic it'll feed you whatever you want to hear it changes your attitude that's what's crazy that's the takeaway here okay and that's why you got to be careful Dr. Helmstetter in his book what to say when you talk to yourself your attitude affects outcomes in your life okay because remember attitudes affect feelings your feelings affect behavior and then your behavior affect your outcomes dr helmster it's a bit of a longer tree he starts it off with information okay he says information leads to beliefs and then beliefs change your attitude so last thing i'll leave you with is audit your consumption Go and audit your life. David Goggins preaches this in his book. Just audit your life and you will see where you are leaking. All right. Remember this. Your perceptions about yourself are different than the perceptions other people have of you. Never forget that. Never, ever forget that. Be your number one supporter. You're making, you're making up stories again when you think about what other people are thinking of you. Do not get consumed by these stories. They're going to stop you from reaching your goals. They're going to take over. Those voices in your head are constantly telling you to stop, are constantly telling you that you're not as good, that you're not worthy. You are worthy. Let me tell you today that you are worthy. Don't let those voices in your head consume you. You don't know what other people are thinking. You are thinking what you think other people are thinking. That is your thought. No one else's thought but you. You're creating that thought. You're creating that belief. You're creating that narrative. Do not listen to it. Don't get consumed by it. That's how I should have ended this podcast, folks. Anyways, moving on. Goggins, he said one of the best things you might do for someone is waking them up. Metaphorically, obviously. Tell them that they're living a shitty life right now. Tell them they're on the wrong track. That you know they have more inside them. That they're wasting potential away. And say, you're my friend. I can't watch you fail. I cannot see you do that. That's true compassion, not idiot compassion. You cannot heal in the same environment that you got sick in. You cannot heal in the same environment that you got sick in, people. Never forget. This is in, this is a fun fact. This is we're going to get a little lighter here, not so deep and dark. Getting rid of perfectly good items may seem wasteful, but that's not where we went wrong. It was wasteful to purchase those perfectly good items. Now we're just acknowledging it. A woman named Rachel Crawford said that about organization. I love it. That is so inspiring to minimalize. Go minimal, people. Save the planet and give your body a break. And I mean body because, excuse me, when you are not minimal and you're a consumer, it weighs on you. So many things, it just gets, uh, it weighs you down. It clutters your mind and clutters your life. (laughs) Moving on. 
Kathy Wood says that the market cap in disruptive innovation is going to jump from $7 trillion, that's under 10% of the global market cap, to $210 trillion in the next decade. That's a 30x increase. That's literally exponential growth in the next decade. So her team's done the real research. They're ready for prime time in these five areas that they've researched for investing, right? You're ready for these five? Write this down because you might want to invest in these areas for, to see that 30x increase. Ready. Multi-omics. Oh, wow. I don't, I, I'm going to have to Google these after for you guys. Robotics, energy storage, AI, blockchain tech. Those are the five you got to do research on and invest in. All right, gang, sorry for that little break there. Someone came in, they had to do a Zoom meeting, and so here we are again, and I am going to explain to you what multi-omics is. Sometimes, some people call it multi-omics, integrative omics, panomics, panomics. It is the biological analysis approach in which the data sets are multiple ohms. So, for example, the genome, pretome, transitome, epigenome, metabolome, microbiome, metagenomes, metatransitomes, like these are all the different ohms. And and multiomics is the study of all these different ones, or at least putting them together into, into the um, same data set. And apparently there's money to be made there, according to the, these people. So, you know, I'm very tempted to try to invest in these areas, uh, but who knows if it's going to be saturated and you might pick the wrong single company. I don't know. Folks, let's move on. There's a quote here. Nearly all men can stand adversity but if you want to rest his care if you want to test his character give him power again we can stand adversity but if you want to test your character become powerful that will test your character couldn't agree more honestly power exposes so much folks when you stop idolizing your goals you reach them faster this sounds so counterintuitive but according this is all i'm going to paraphrase what this person said on tiktok for example, if you chase a cat to get the cat and experience its calmness, it runs away. When you become the calmness, when you become calm, the cat approaches you calmly. If you go after life this way, you will reach your goals. They will flow into your life naturally because of who you are. Behave the same way every day and you'll transform. Next is a quick quote that we should all remember. The lesson will repeat until it's learned. The lesson will always repeat until it's learned. Never forget that. So if you feel like you've been really out of luck, well, maybe you just need to learn. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know your situation. If you spend life chasing butterflies, they will fly away. But if you spend it building your beautiful garden, they will come. And even if they don't come, you're still going to have a beautiful garden versus having nothing at all after chasing the butterflies that flew away anyways. Build yourself a beautiful garden. Butterflies will come. And even if they don't, you have one hell of a foundation. Next, you have to jump. You have to jump. You cannot have one foot on the ledge and one foot off. You have to trust fall completely into the universe. I couldn't agree more with this. Here's a quote. I asked for strength, 
and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked for wisdom, and God gave me problems to solve. I asked for courage, and God gave me dangers to overcome. I asked for love, and God gave me troubled people to help. My prayers were answered. Moving on to some finance. The wealthy just get wealthier. When you own God-given things like land and energy, you can charge rents for it. These are called monopoly profits. The revenue from profits is then bought and sold because of its value as a cash-flowing business. The wealthy person can access tons of debt to scale their wealth because of the cash flow, and they repeat the cycle. This is exactly why the rich get richer, because cash flow is an asset along with the tangible asset. That's the crazy part, eh? That is, I find that so. I never, I shouldn't know. Like, okay, I knew that in real estate, for example, the higher the cash flow on a property, the more valuable the property. It just adds the value of the property. But I didn't actually think of it as its own separate thing that a person can negotiate, buy and sell. You know, cash flow. Yeah, you could technically use it just like I said as equity, and people can lend on your whatever. Yeah, very interesting. Moving on, this next concept. Words are powerful. Never forget this. Now, so words are powerful because I always tell you guys: if someone were to start chirping you in another language, you it would not affect your attitude at all because you don't know what they're saying. There's no power to the word. Power to the word. Like it's a powerful concept. Now, going off of this, this researcher, he spoke to water, and another person, in a separate experiment. Just drew words on paper and put the water on those words, like in a petri dish. Water changed into beautiful snowflakes when spoken with kind words, or put in the petri dish with positive words. The opposite water turned out disformed and ugly when it was put with bad words or spoken too poorly. This guy then said that because we are almost all water, water knows. Energy, and since words have energy and our energy flows, this is, they were saying that、uh, yeah, that water kind of just knows. And this, so okay, after that, I commented, and I'm and and I say that I disagree. I almost dropped my phone, by the way. I disagree. Water, I don't think knows the construct of beauty, right? Like water, sure, sure, fine. Let's say the atoms vibrate at a, a, the same frequency as other atoms. It just the whole human construct of that shape is beautiful, you know, like that snowflake's beautiful. That that's a human construct. Water doesn't have human consciousness that it can agree upon. So, anyways, another thing I saw on Instagram. Is the argument for Bitcoin is that there's only so much of it, aka the Fed, who's been printing money out of nothing, has no supply-demand issue, like because there is no end to the money they print. Because there's an end to how much Bitcoin can be mined, it does actually add value to it over the time. So that's an argument for it. Interviews prove that this happens 24/7 since the 70s of printing money. Excuse me. The U.S. since the '70s, when they took money off the gold standard, have been printing it non-stop, 24/7, like in excess to the point where the debt just racks up, 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 up. It's scary. It's not a good thing. So hey, who knows? Maybe some coins, not necessarily Bitcoin, maybe just 
some crypto in general, this is a good thing when there's a limited amount of it. So, yeah. And then some, okay, if we're going to go off on crypto, you're thinking, well, yeah, what if someone makes a coin where it can be printed forever? It's, it happens, but a lot of companies tie their their crypto to Bitcoin or Ethereum. So just like some currencies backed by gold and silver, there are cryptos that are backed by Bitcoin because there's only a limited supply. Just remember that. Anyway, so there's a little Bitcoin spiel. And that's it. Actually, I've gotten through all these notes. I'm really pumped. Finally, I'm all, I'm all caught up. All right, all right, folks. I can't talk. I have sugar brain. I've been eating so much sugar. <coughs> Excuse me, now I'm dying. <coughs> Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys later. I'm literally dying here. Shalom Aleichem. Good job. See you later. Bye.